Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go to that website, HashtagBasketball.com, right now. And by Thrive Fantasy, if you use that promo code WTB, you'll get $20 bonus on top of the first deposit of $20 or more. If you like prop betting, you like daily fantasy, Thrive Fantasy puts those together and then gives you $20 for using that promo code WTB. Check them out, thrivefantasy.com. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, are you thriving in fantasy? Um, I, no, no, <laughs> I was going to try to make up that I was, or at least lie about it. And I can't even bring myself to do it. It's been a rough year. I think overall in, in the leagues that I am in, um, I'm not doing better than usual. I'm not doing worse than usual. Um, you know, winning some leagues and there's some leagues, it's just hard to deal with getting losses because of circumstance not because of like lack of skill or lack uh, or another team's better than you or you picked up the wrong guy you're just barely missing out it's just like oh yeah like half my team's out this week so i'm losing it's rough it's a rough uh, deal yes and i think the more leagues you play in the, the more likely that you have one or two of those teams like i know i have a couple of those teams where it's like man i just can't catch a break and it's like i i have two or three guys out and then i get someone back from the health and safety protocol list and then i get another guy or two that goes out with an injury or that and you know we we talk about bad luck and fantasy every year right like sometimes your team's just the cursed team that keeps getting all the injuries but uh i feel like it's way worse this year with all the health and safety stuff yeah, um, I've been whittling down. This actually be might be the least amount of leagues I've played in in a long time, but I've been slowly whittling that that down. I try to get like a head-to-head league, a bigger league. And I try to get like the the like the different things that maybe our listeners might be into. So I'm in the dynasty league, and I was in a salary salary. Wow, there it is, league for a while, and uh, I would not. I don't think salaries for me, Tyler. It's just. It's far too much. Well, the problem with any salary league I've ever played in is like it. If you make it like a keepery type league, it doesn't account for the fact that like you have no control over you know somebody going from like for example Christian Wood. He goes from the minimum one year, and then the next year, I mean, what does he make in this year? Like twenty some million a season, fifteen million a season. Yeah. Like the league can never be set up for a way to make that possible like almost in a salary cap league like you have to like let the person have like a homegrown talent basically like let them exceed the salary cap with that person in order to make it fair because like in any dynasty league part of the the skill is finding a player that nobody else can find right yeah and you don't want to like penalize somebody for being you know well versed in guys coming out of college making the right choices maybe even getting lucky you don't you don't want to penalize people for that but also like a salary league, it gets super subjective like at one point like there's really just no advice like uh, general advice i could give to anyone playing in a salary you, you go to a standard league if you're playing a salary league it's going to be super super specific even in a regular standard league it's still pretty specific like to your team to your circumstance what you should do in a given situation, what kind of trade you should make. Is this player worth it? 
that's just in a regular standard league. You get to that salary, it's too much, too much for the salary league. Um, I've been whittling back. I, I don't know, Tyler. Uh, what do you think is too many leagues to be in? That's a good question. I, for me, I I like to keep mine like around five, unless I can play in some ones where it's like basically like draft and the the league sets the lineup for you, like best ball types. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be fun. I'd play in a. I'd, if it's not best ball, like five to eight, to me, that's the the sweet spot. Anything more than that, actually, anything that just you're not having fun, then that's too many. Also. Right, and it also makes it hard for me to join like those kind of weird leagues with the weird setups because like I just feel like I spend so much time trying to like prepare for that league and then in season managing that league gets so much more difficult. Cause I've got to think about the weird categories and all yeah. that. And like, to me, like it just, if with, with all the other leagues, I don't really have time to do the, the crazy leagues or whatever you want to call them. We need to have like an off season, um, like summit of all the fantasy basketball, uh, and analysts out there. And we need to finally decide on a, a standardized league pattern like like and like i think it's, it's gonna have to be categories in my opinion and i think i'm gonna lose the roto bet so i think it's gonna be it end up being categories head to head we all need to decide like all these different categories points leagues all the different settings for points leagues all that stuff we really need to like kind of push that out if you like playing that way great you should play that way we kind of need to standardize the way fantasy basketball is done. I wouldn't disagree with that. That would be great because then yeah. you could just you could join as many leagues as you wanted because everything is the same. Yeah, not that there can't be like a you know like roto you know like you throw in rotos like oh yeah I want to do roto like I don't want to do head to head I want to do roto and it's like okay that's cool because there's like PPR leagues in in, a, in 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 fantasy football or whatever. So like I don't know we 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 need to make that a, make a note to uh, get get the talking heads together and make a decision for the industry as a whole like 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 we have the power to do that tyler oh i think we could do it i think we could i think we, we have those connections um tyler it's already week nine I, I can't these weeks go by too quick it feels like time is infinite and also moving at a faster pace than ever but also the last year has been around 10 to 12 years so i don't i don't i really don't know what to make of it uh yeah so it's weird like I try to think back on stuff and I'm very confused on when things happen. Yeah. Well, well you, you don't have like a point of reference. You could be like, Oh yeah, I went and saw that movie even like, or I went on a trip or I saw, I went to a holiday or I went to a birthday. And it's like, none of those markers of time exist. And without those like kind of like signifying moments, every moment just kind of blends into itself. I'll be thinking about something that's like, Oh yeah, that was like a few months ago. It's like no, that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. I'm like, man, that that didn't seem like it was that long ago, and then like it was forever ago. Yeah, the only the only marker of time is is uh, is Bulls games at this point for me. <laughs> time is a flat circle, Michael. Time yeah, is it is a flat circle because they keep getting injured and losing games, and that feels like uh, every season of the Bulls I've watched since Michael Jordan, I guess. Uh let me ask you this. Uh, said rookie playing very well since these injuries have uh, 
wrecked the bulls in in some way right yeah. uh yeah i mean the injuries obviously don't bode well but um you gotta remember pat will is maybe the youngest if not top five youngest player in the league right now i think um uh, that sounds right that sounds yeah. correct and um he's going up against like he's being put on the best player the best wing player on the other team every single night. And he's not getting ran off the court. He's not getting pulled. Like he's not getting like pulled. He's not getting like laughed at, uh, you know, he's, he's holding his own as a 19 year old uh, kid, like a, just a kid that bodes really well, all really good players uh, that I can think of. Uh, and I'm, I, I'm not going to jump to conclusions because these things never, sometimes they just, people just be end up being Danny Granger. Right. But like, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, um, obviously LeBron was LeBron. He doesn't really count. Um, the, the, the players that end up moving their way into that elite uh, level start out in a place where they're not getting ran off, a court as a, off the court as a rookie, and there's something about them that's uh, defensively that people go, hey, man, this guy got, has, got, has got it on defense early, early, early in their career. That always bodes well. Um, and so th- that is one of the more promising things that's happened in Chicago in a very long time. Yeah. I mean, the Bulls actually have a fairly decent track record of, of draft picks. It's just they, they haven't really built a team. That's the problem, I think. I mean, I think they have a lot of skilled guys, and they've had some bad injury luck there, of course. But, like, they have a lot of talent on that team. They just – it does not a great fitting team. Yeah, it's a bunch of, like, really good, like, four, five, and six guys uh, on, on a team. And, and it's just like, yeah, maybe move some of those around so you have – like. Zach Levine finally is like kind of shut me up because he's like, oh yeah, I, I'm starting to play like borderline okay defense uh, most of the time, and then also I'm like becoming a better distributor. And it's like, okay, my bad. I thought you were the best six man in the league, and it turns out no, you're actually pretty good. Like you're, you are, you know, one of the one of the you could be legitimately an all star, and I'm totally fine with that. He's just going to waste on a team that just doesn't have it. And we've heard some rumors lately about a, a Lowry marketing for Alonzo Ball trade. And I'm actually really interested in that because Lowry Marketing's contract is coming up. Um, and I don't think, I don't think I want to pay. I like Lowry marketing. I think he's a great offensive talent. I'm not sure I want to pay Lowry marketing uh, the amount of money he's going to, he's going to warrant on the, in the open market. You're probably right about that. Yeah, I'd rather, much rather have finally a point guard. That would be nice. Yes, yes, and and I hear the rumblings of oh, you know, Kobe White can be a point. Like Kobe White's not a point guard. No, no he's you know what he is, a, a hell of a shooter. Kobe White could be sixth man of the year in played in the in the correct manner, and then coming up against second teams and just shooting lights out, he could be really 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 good he's he's not a point guard he's just not no i mean i i like his prospects as a two guard to be honest with you just he's not a point guard it's fine it's like not everyone is a point guard you don't have to be a point guard to be good no um there's a lot of teams out there houston has got a lot of injuries right now not just the bulls um let's talk about houston real quick let's talk about oladipo seawood um both out probably for an indeterminate amount of time, it seems like uh, Christian might have a more of a return 
but Oladipo's like ankle is like super sus. So is Eric Gordon worth like in, in those particular situations? Like cousins, Eric Gordon, those are like kind of my, my two, I would say guys that I would want to roster while those main characters are out. Yeah. I mean, they've been beat up, right? Like they've, they've been beat up and they've lost what five straight. I think they're just, they're getting blown out in a lot of these games. And so some of those minutes are down, but we've seen cousins be good, even if he's playing 25 minutes. So you got to feel good about him. Uh, Eric Gordon, if you want points and threes, he's going to be good. I don't know that he's going to offer you much else. Yeah. I mean, but, but it's going to be at a level that it's at least uh, inconsistent enough where it's going to be like, okay, cool. Like that can be someone regularly on a roster. I didn't mention John wall because he should be on a roster. Like right now, he should be on some of his roster. Yeah, John Wall's owned in pretty much all leagues, and, and rightfully so. Oh, damn. Hope so. Another bad injury that came up. Um, it looks like Mitch Robb has fractured his hand. Um, just Did he fracture it in the game, or was he just like, you know, like doing pull-ups? Uh, I, I think, he, I think he, he fractured in the game, right? He did fracture it in the game. That is factually correct. That is not the best thing in the world. Derek Rose uh, coming to the Knicks uh, just in time to bring the curse of injuries to the Knicks. That is, that, that is sad, but like immediately my, my, uh, Hey, injury means opportunity. Immediately. My uh, spider sense says Nerlens Noel is on this team. Nerlens Noel is uh, silly, silly when it comes to playing anything more than like 20 minutes. Why, why wouldn't you pick up Nerlens Noel right now? Like, why, what's stopping people? Um, nothing. He's actually been picked up in a lot of leagues. He's up to over 60%. Great. And um, he had a steal in two blocks in 32 minutes in their last game. So pretty good. That is, that is very nice. Yeah. Looking at the minutes for Mitrov's first game out, you knew Taj Gibson was going to get some extra minutes. Um, but it looks like Obi Toppin's still playing like 14 minutes. Not, not that great. Um, Nerlens Noel 32. So that's promising. I would make sure Nerlens Noel is picked up in every single league that you are currently in. What do we, what do we think about Drew Holiday? sounds like he is either exposed to the COVID or has the COVID or potentially is just under quarantine for COVID. Uh, I don't know the, the, the specific details, but there's now just a big, minutes opening in Milwaukee in that guard spot. Um, is, is there anyone you want to fill it, I guess? Um, yeah, that's the issue there in Milwaukee about that very, very shallow bench. Right, and and Forbes started in the last game, you know, Dante DiVincenzo. Man, they're just – I mean, D.J. Augustin played the most minutes, but he has not looked great this season. Like, if you need some assists, maybe you pick up Augustine, but other than that, I'm kind of steering clear. Yeah, I think it's only a stream kind of feel thing. The weird thing is, is like, DiVincenzo has been, like, really relevant at times. And, like, feels like he kind of really hard fell off in the last month or so pretty, pretty hard. And it's really – uh not happy about that. Uh, that happens with young players, I think. You know, just the inconsistency gets them. Yeah, and Brian Forbes. Brian Forbes has been relevant in standard leagues in the past. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem like he's – put that together yet in Milwaukee. No. And I mean, I think it's just a points and threes guy too. So it's hard to, you know, get a ton of value from that. Yeah. Similar situation uh, with the Clippers. Um, not so much in like the injury or the COVID or anything like that, but with Paul George out, is there really anybody on the Clippers that I want to pick up? 
Well, I mean, I think it solidifies the minutes for Batum, which we've been seeing those minutes kind of fluctuate a little bit, you know, with Marcus Morris back. Um, if you need points, Marcus Morris is the guy, the guy that I, I like to stream because he seems to be like a guy who who can, you know, just go off for like a weird 20, 25 point game. Um, and Lou Williams is finally heating up a bit, it looks like. Yeah, I think like taking a flyer on Lou Williams now, if he's still around in your in your leagues, is, it does seem like the minutes are finally bumping up there. I don't know what was going on with Lou Williams, but uh, has put together some like very vintage Lou Williams nights over the last few weeks, which is promising. Uh, but like, I, I do worry about that consistency. Yeah, but I mean, with a Lou Williams type, like you know, there's always going to be some weird games where he goes for like three points on two of 14 shooting yeah uh that makes it hard for me to like just straight out keep him on my bench and and run with him every single night uh probably gonna be a streamer more for me in standard leagues it's week nine guys it's gonna be another uh another weird scheduled week wednesday 12 games friday 10 games only three games on thursday is there like a holiday i don't know about um i don't know what's going on there uh, rest of the week is seven games except for Sunday with eight. Uh, very, very uh, weird because there is a team that legitimately only has two games. And that's, I, I don't know if I remember a team having two games this year yet. The Mavs. Uh, this might be the first time. I think this was the second time, but I'm not 100% positive about that. Um, obviously, we've seen teams obviously play no games in a week with the whole COVID stuff. Um sure. Yeah, so it, it's weird because then they play two games this week and then they start off with a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back next week. So um, a lot of it was their schedule was very front-loaded, especially front-loaded with road games. And so now they get a little bit of time off, um, which is good. And we actually saw a, a game get added to this. Um, Memphis on Thursday is playing Oklahoma City. That was not originally on the schedule, but it got added um, just a few weeks back. Interesting. Yeah, that, so that's that's positive um, that we're seeing these games be um, made up. Um, Mem- that- Memphis has a super weird schedule too because they play four times, but it's two back to backs. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, hmm. Saturday, which is just strange. Yeah, that is that is a very weird one. Uh, you mentioned here in your article your week preview for week nine on hashtagbasketball.com. There's only three weeks that remain in the first half of the schedule. We do not have a second half of the schedule yet. No, we have no idea what that's going to look like. None whatsoever. We don't know how many games. We don't know if people are going to be making those up. We don't even know if they're going to want to like do much more after um, that time. Maybe a cool tournament will happen. Like that would be really awesome. I think as an NBA fan, but as a fantasy basketball um, player and analysis, apparently or analyst, the um, the issue is one: if you sign, set up a, a league where the playoffs are going to happen in that next half, you don't know what the hell's going on. Or two: if you're in a roto league, like I am, quite a bit of roto leagues, I've been maxing my games out. I am way, way, way over on games because I just don't even know what the hell is going to be happening in the second half of the season. Well, and that's the weird part: is no one does and. No one knows what the schedule is going to look like in those, you know, juicy playoff weeks. Right. And so um, it's, it's definitely weird. Just like a lot of things in, in this year. Right. It's it's something we've never seen before. Yep. And just going to play it by ear. Uh, stay on top of what the hell is going on in the league uh, with that second half of the season. I mean, you might want to have some contingency plans for your, your league right now. You might just want to say like, all right, we're not 
wherever we end up in the next three weeks is where we end up or uh, just, you know, have that discussion after they come out with the second half of the schedule uh, and then make a decision on how you want to do the playoffs or if you even want to do the playoffs. Uh, I, I think it's just, you just play by ear, do what's best for your league and be open-minded. Uh, don't be, even if you're in first or if you're in last, be open-minded to making it fair for everybody. Um, it's uh, it's a weird year and we're all got to deal with it together. Let's go into the article. I want to talk about some of the players that you have on your streaming office for week nine. These are players rostered in under 50% of leagues for Yahoo. You have two. Shout out to Yahoo because those are getting harder and harder every week. And that like this week there were, there's, there's less than 10 for the first time in a while because there just really weren't 10 worthy names of going on there. Shout out, shout out to people playing on Yahoo getting better at fantasy basketball. Uh, I think that is where everybody kind of like, I, I, I like fan tracks for specific region reasons. I like Yahoo for specific reasons. I dislike uh, ESPN for specific reasons and I still use it quite a bit. Uh, which is not the best, but you know, you got to play where your people are playing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I just feel like Yahoo's becoming the, the go-to site for people who play fantasy basketball. And I think it is reflected in um, average draft values being a lot more accurate. And then also this uh, percent rostered metric that they have. But one thing I don't understand though, you're not, you're not that good people playing on Yahoo because there are two Memphis Grizzlies who are playing very good minutes and getting you good stats who are still, rostered in under 50% of leagues. What's going on there, Tyler? Dylan Brooks and Tyus Jones. I know Jaws back, right? Well, the Tyus Jones one makes sense because it's really just two categories that he's helping you in, right? So it makes sense that he's not owned in every league, but Dylan Brooks, I never get. He, it's every year too. Like, I don't know why people don't like Dylan Brooks. They hate him. Don't get it. Don't is get it, it all. Is it just a Grizzlies thing? Is that it? Like I just, think it's his, like I said. I always think it's the name. I always think that I'm always I'm always like people don't like this guy's name. That's why they don't pick him up because he's good. He's he's good at basketball. He gets good stats. He puts up standard league value. But like people don't want to be like, oh man, did you see Dylan Brooks? Like no one cares. Sorry, Dylan. I just don't understand though how someone averaging 15 points a game is on the waiver wire. I don't need. It's certainly not in the waiver wire in most of my leagues. Like it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't get it. Now I get this percentages are not great. Like especially the field goal is bad. But man, he's been good and he's been even better in the last couple of weeks. And the Grizzlies do not seem to be getting healthier, right? Like Jed Jalk was out and he came back, but the rest of them, I mean. Brandon Clark's out now and Jaron Jackson Jr. We still don't know anything. And I mean, Brooks is going to be good. So pick him up. Yeah. They're still dealing with all of the, uh, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. Like I said, not back. Uh, they're still dealing with all that shit. Um, you only got a few more guys in here. We talked about Pat Will. Uh, Kelly Olenek, also another guy like people don't like to, to roster, but also puts up good, points and gets good minutes per game just outside the top 100 in nine cat leagues for the season on per game value Hmm. and he's played uh 25 games and still no one wants him i don't understand it i mean the his thing is there's no flashy category there's no one that you're like oh man i'm picking him up just for this right it's just he gives you good rebounds and good assists and good steals and good blocks and good threes and good points, like good everything, but it's nothing. No, there's no flashy category. Yeah. You're just kind of like, man, 
you're okay. You're fine. Used to be like a real novelty to have like a center hit threes, but now no one cares. Like, and nor should you, right? But these are solid percentages with solid, like regular stats that can slowly uh, move you. Like, getting the threes, points, and rebounds could slowly move you towards winning those categories throughout the week. Um, so that's a really, I think that's a really good pickup. Uh, we got some <clears throat> some streaming pseudo back to backs. Uh, pseudo back to back is the is the right is always the right play especially this week with a very weird, uh, heavy, heavy schedule on uh, Wednesday, Friday. So that, that Tuesday, Thursday, pseudo back-to-back, we got the Nets, the Bucks, the Raptors, and the, uh, the Lakers, where Kyle Kuzma is properly not rostered in 50% of leagues because he is not that good. Yeah, really, and it, it stinks in the fact that there's really nobody to pick up in Yahoo Leagues is owned at under 50% on the Bucks or Raptors. Like, the only players that are owned at under 50% are the guys that are playing 10 minutes a game. And the Nets, you got Jeff Green, who's playing some decent minutes, but he's just not a big stat compiler. And then you got the Lakers, where Kuzma's going to give you points and rebounds. Marcus All gives you some good blocks, but neither is a great fantasy option. So it's just kind of a – it's the bad. it's a bad four teams, let's put it that way. Yeah, it's not the best for your streaming needs. So get those games in while you can. Uh, Tyler, I've been I've been considering I've been doing really well uh, betting on on sports. I was considering of uh, getting giving away some bets on the show. What do you what do you think about this idea? Go for it, man. Sounds dangerous. Sounds dangerous because then people come find me when the bet doesn't hit. Uh, no, who's fine. Who's coming to find you, Michael? Now, come on, come on. Right. No, no well, one's doing that. Well, I like, well, I, what I've been doing lately is I've been betting like the, you know, like the points, rebounds and assists. So if you can find it, I know you can find it on DraftKings. Uh, I know you can find it on points, but the points, rebounds, assists. And uh, lately I like finding those like friend, like middle of the road guys. Cause like everybody knows Luka Doncic, like they've heard of him. They, the, that number is pretty on. But it's like when Pat, when everybody got hurt on the Bulls, Pat Williams, uh, his over under for points rebound assist did not go up, but his playing time did. So I took him a few games, but I've been hitting that, that Lonzo, taking the over on Lonzo Ball, points rebound is, and, and assists. Uh, and so far, so good. It's been a, it's been a good bet. So that's my that's my pick to uh, pick to click. No, that's a, I can't rip off the White Sox announcers. Um, We'll come up with a name for the segment later, but that's uh, that's my betting corner for the uh, for the podcast. I'm gonna dabble in. I'm betting enough. I might as well dabble with it on the show. Uh, I I like it in the sense that I feel like Lonzo is a name, and so sometimes that they try to like entice you with the line on a name player. But Lonzo's been playing really well, so he's probably been. Uh, still beating out those numbers. Yeah, he's been on a bit of a hot streak, and honestly, the line has not been like. Honestly, it's not been that great. It's been around somewhere in the 21-23s over the last few weeks, and he's been blowing that right out of the water. In fact, the other night, you almost blew that out of the water in like the first half. Uh, but no, I, I can't take full credit on this one. Shout out to my friend Phil, uh, who put me on to the to the, the low Lonzo lines. Well, that a boy, Phil. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Um, and uh, I'm considering Kyle Anderson. I'm, I'm, I might. He's at 22 and a half. Kyle Anderson's Wait, been playing well, but he's 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, Kyle Anderson's up and down, though. Yeah, but is it against the Kings? Yeah. 
against the Kings. I'd say pick that one up tonight. I'm gonna do that right now. Uh, say so give me give me that 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. So you're telling me if he gets 10 points, six rebounds, I only need six. I need th- I need seven assists. That's it. He's averaging like uh that's the thing. It's like sometimes he just doesn't score. And that's the that's the big kicker. But in the last uh, couple weeks, he's been averaging basically 14, 5, and 4. Well, they need someone to score because they they're just the injuries keep piling up, right? And they keep losing people. And he's probably I mean, he's the problem is there's every once in a while where he just doesn't get the minutes, I think. But I don't know, against the Bulls, he only played twenty four minutes at twenty seven points. Um, but he does have two 23 minute or less games in his last six, which is not great. But uh, with those injuries, he's been playing over 30 pretty much every game, except for that Chicago game where it was just the way they were killing the Bulls. Shocker, I know. Yeah, who would have thought? Um, yeah, I'm willing to take a chance on Kyle Anderson. He could have a, a real poop of a night, but um, hopefully not. Hopefully he gets out there and scores a bit. So Anything um, you're watching for this week in the look ahead? Hmm. Other than um, my bets, um, I mean, it's not. I guess it's not the week ahead. It's um, um that Lakers Denver games is fairly I- enticing, but I don't know. I feel like I should be paying more attention to the Sixers because it. Oh, they got a like, national TV yeah. game against Chicago this week. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! What Chicago's on national TV? Friday on ESPN, man. Oh, not TNT. TNT Bulls. We're still like I think on year like eight undefeated on TNT Bulls, like eight or nine years. Yeah, but for the last three years there hasn't been a game, so that doesn't count. That still counts, Tyler. If you do not play on TNT, then you <laughs> cannot lose on TNT. That still counts. Uh, so the streak's gonna go for like twenty more years then, because they're never- <laughs> at this rate. It seems like it might be uh, Sixers Utah might be a pretty good game. Utah, uh, you know starting to pull away in the West. And uh, that's uh, a bit surprising. Sixers, um, I don't know. I just feel like the Sixers have been playing very, very well lately, and I don't pay enough attention to them. Uh, That's fair. The Sixers have been very good. Sixers have been fun to watch too, so uh, you should be paying more attention to them. Uh, So my thing for this week, thing I'm watching, man, I don't know. Let me think about this for a second. Thing I'm watching, there's not really any game I'm super excited about this week, I don't think. Um, There's some good national TV games. There's some not-so-good national TV games, actually. Um, Can you believe that there's an NBA TV game that spurs against Knicks on Saturday? That seems ugly. Mm, Um, That seems illegal. That seems like maybe James Dolan had something to do with it. (laughs) If you pay enough, you can get get one NBA TV game. If this is America. If you pay enough, you can do anything, apparently. Um, yeah, I, man, I don't know. I, I guess this week I am literally just watching for for news, things that are breaking, things that are changing. Um, mostly I'm trying to make trades in all my leagues to kind of solidify my roster as we head into the second half. Yeah. Um, and I am going for the strategy. I think I mentioned this last week. I'm going for the strategy that, I want to build on the categories I'm good in even more because if there are as a weird injury or COVID thing, I want to still win those five categories. So I'm kind of building on five categories and punting three in a lot of my leagues. That's a good idea. Oh, you've been saying, you've been saying that 
for uh, a while now. So I think if you're not following that advice, now's the time to last ditch, follow the advice, getting that, getting that slight edge uh, in those, in those five categories. If you haven't already um, in a weird way, like this feels like the trade deadline because we don't have a trade deadline and we don't know what the second half of the league looks like. So I would approach this week and next week as your trade deadline, like get your team ready, get your team set. Uh, because we just don't know what that second half of the league looks like. But when they announce what the second half of the league, we will be here to help you through that. Um, Tyler, do you have anything to plug? And where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. And uh, you can find anything you want to know about uh, fantasy basketball on hashtag basketball.com. So check it out. There it is. You can find me at Watch the boxes. Uh, shout out to all of our Patreons out there. Patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you want to help support the show. Um, also thrive fantasy. Use that promo code WTB. Uh, if you like the show, please rate review us or hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you want to hear. We'll go in any direction. Really our listeners want, because we are here for all of you. Thank you for continuing to support and listen to the show throughout this weird um semi-horrible probably actually overall horrible crazy strange year that we are going through uh and stay safe out there we will see you very soon